You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 Available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au and Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Hey, good evening. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. This is Sports Day SA for Budget Car and Truck Rental, 132727. Get on the road faster. That is the number for Budget Car and Truck, 132727. It's very wet, wild Thursday afternoon. We welcome Malcolm Blight. Bloody, how are you? Uh, David, I'm good. Uh, you got your golf in. We, we got to just. Talk it just 34 points. Well done. You hit Thank- the ball okay. Bunker's a problem. We, you know, then your next lesson is a bunker lesson. You know that. I left seven in bunkers no, no. today. So there's seven we'll shots. Fix that up. I'll and I got the shanks up. on the last. But apart from that, your little tip with the yeah, arm yeah, I'm, um, yeah, good, excellent. Um, I got a couple of bottles of red wine coming your way for that. But uh, very happy with that. But and and the best part about it was you walked off the 18th green and it just absolutely yeah, came down. There's been some storms come through, hasn't there? Now listen, uh, this we've got some teams, of course. David Melbourne playing Brisbane tomorrow night and. Really, uh, Melbourne have virtually done nothing. So, every Petrarca's been named. Well, I've got to, we'll play a couple of grabs after from Simon Goodwin because uh, Tom McDonald was in the mix. Ben Brown's been uh, questioned his form, but yeah, they need to get a wriggle on. So, they've had the Petrarca will play. We know yeah. that. So, they're pretty well full strength as well. Now, Brisbane, prior Robinson McInerney with his uh, head knock and Matheson have all been dumped. Cam Rayner in, which is a plus. That's a he's an expector. Darcy Fort, the Ruckman, yes. is a backup to McInerney and Noah, Noah Answorth. Answorth. So they're a little bit in front, you reckon, with that? Oh yeah, they've they've um, they're, they're three pretty good players, and Fort's a good um, fill in for McInerney, isn't he? So yeah, um, and we'll do our tips after. Let's not say too much now because. Okay, we Collingwood, might change the market. Collingwood free we, and not many changes there either. No, a Trent Bianco's in for Collingwood, a young guy, and Taylor Adams out with that horrible, horrible groin injury from last week. Oh, he ripped it off the bone, yeah. I reckon, too. That, that, oh, God, and Frio, uh, nothing's happened. Uh, no five. No, no five. Angus Branshaw plays 100 game, which is terrific. He's had a good 100, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's been a good player. Interesting, he won the... Um, he won the vote from the players, which which I don't rate yeah. anyhow, because how do you know? I, I, heard, I think we talked about that before. Listen to Luke Hodge, you know, the great Luke Hodge said, uh, well, someone asked him, how much footy did you watch when you were playing? Like, he's just finished. Oh, I didn't like not watching No, not a lot. So he's got a vote on the – well, why do they do the that? The coach's one's better, isn't it? When you – Oh, yeah. Votes yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and as I worked out last week, Jeremy Cameron, I've, heard, I've asked a lot of people thought he was Geelong's best, only got one vote from one coach. That doesn't mean anything, but generally speaking, mm. you'd say the coaches would have a hell of an idea. I want to play a grab from James Hurd. He was asked a question for Mark Havard whether he'd be interested in coaching Essen and still don't have a coach. We'll play that in a minute, but let's firstly take a call from Rob. Rob, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, good, evening. good evening, guys. How are you? 
uh, uh, Essendon have to get Mark Williams. There's a push in Melbourne. I can't understand why Caro doesn't say anything. Adam Uze, what a joke. They said they want an experienced coach. Really? What they suck rutten for? They're going to get Choco. Yeah, look, I think there's a few on that page. The the only ones I can uh, think of at the moment that you'd think closely would be Leon Cameron, done it before, Don Pike, and someone keeps putting up Ken Hinckley's name. Now, I I just can't see Ken Hinckley doing it. Have they backed themselves into a corner by saying we want an experienced coach? No, you know what you can do, though, said, well, we thought we could. Uh, We did go for Clarkson. We've missed out that. We've now changed. We've now realised that this is the next best. And I reckon you can get out of that, can't you? Can't you back oh, out I of think that? So. Yeah. We we thought Uze had the um the Giants job. Yep. But he didn't Kingsley Adam Kingsley got that one. Yeah, cool. I, where do you sit where do you sit? I'm gonna play Gravenoon from where do you sit on James Heard? He left football so scarred. I mean it was it was horrible. He, he, by yep. his own admission. It was just hot life was horrible. Um, can he come back, do you feel, as a senior coach? Um the short answer to that is, and this has been my principle of life, if you do the, if you pay the, if you do the crime, pay the time. Now, for all intents and purposes, we, he has paid what the game and the people offered him to say. This is your penalty. I'm not saying I'm not saying for that, but I'm no. thinking, can he come back with a clear mind? He's been out of the game for a while. He's been an assistant this year. Yeah, helped out. He'd pick it up pretty quickly. So you would. You'd give him the full backing if he wanted to if, do it. If that was the way the Essendon board went, I would say what's happened was wrong. And we and we still don't absolutely definitively know what the substance was, which I oh, find yeah. – I get all that. I agree. He's, pay, he's paid the – he's done know, the time. He's, you know, so I think that we're a forgiving society, particularly when people actually pay back. It seems to me like he's done that. Um, but no, surely not Essendon, though. Surely not. Not, not, gonna... not the return to the scene oh, of the crime. I, just, uh... I know. Look, it's a it's a real emotion. You know what it would be? It would either galvanise a club like concrete or split it to pieces. Yeah. I, I thought he was a good coach too when he when he did coach. Yeah, they were ten ten one I think yeah. for the the drug saga. And he's, he's one of the greatest players I've seen. Let's um let's play a grab. This is Mark Howard talking to James Hurd. There's a lot of elements about it I like. Um, uh, I was asked by a CEO of a footy club six weeks ago that I'd like to coach again. Not, not his club, but yep. we'd like to coach again. And my honest answer was there's some elements about it I really like. Um, I'd have to have family considerations to do it. Mm. I love the fact that you get in deeply and you, as I said, you work with young people to create something really, really special and you create a great team environment. But I've worked very hard over the last six years to create another sort of business arm. Yes. And I'm 50. Yeah. You go down that, like at 40 when it happened, I could actually transition and go. At 50, you uh, you, you go down that, then that that's almost it. Yeah, I, I don't think the age matters much if you, you still can do it. There's a lot of people in their 70s still coaching. How old were you when you coached your premierships? Uh, 47, 48. Yeah. 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 In um, your prime. Yeah, I, I would have thought so. Um, just... Another thing, just picked up today, Josh Carr, former Port Adelaide player and premiership coach at North Adelaide. There's a bit of noise that he may be coming back to Port Adelaide as, good. as a coach. Love Josh. Good lad. Yeah. He's hard. He's fair. Yeah. Exactly what they need. Hello, David. Yeah, hi, lads. How you going? Good. Hey, uh, just a couple of quick points. Uh, it was good to read the articles 
today in the paper. Uh, look, I know James Heard has had issues, but the fact is if you're a coach of a club and you know your players have been taken off site getting needles uh, when they shouldn't be reporting it, that to me is a wrong. And uh, for Wayne Carey, if he wants to prove his innocence, why doesn't he take his hair, go and get it tested uh, for any kind of substance, and that will be the truth to the matter. Yep. Yeah, that's a fair point. Absolutely fair point. Um, I, I find it hard when when someone says they're crushing up painkillers and you have a little bag. Uh, I mean, if, I, if I'm taking a painkiller, Malcolm, I'm swallowing a tablet and getting it, not crushing it up, and, oh, you ever... Ever when it's got stuck in your tongue, oh, it's just horrendous, it's isn't it? Worse. Yeah, it's nothing um, worse. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know how how long does um, substance stay in your hair if you. Oh, I don't know. You I, know. I, I don't I, think no, you've no. ever taken no. cocaine. No, I no, no, certainly haven't. I would have thought. No, um, I've had a, I've had a, a couple of alcoholic drinks in my time though, but yeah, that's me not too. legal. That's not legal. That's illegal though, is it? No. No. I tell you what happened today. Also, David, while you're out in the golf course. Reading the paper this morning, and Gary Buccanara, you know, last week or the week before, did a rating on the crows. The, on the crows. Got a few of those wrong, I thought. Yeah, well, I'm, I've got some news for you. He's done another ratings for the Port Adelaide Football Club now, uh, known as the Power. Um, this is the A graders, and you can, we can Tom Jonas, just below borderline, borderline, oh, yeah. yeah. Travis Boak, I didn't think so this year. He's been an A grader for a long while. I'm not sure at his age he's an A grader now. Carl Amon. Uh, mixed year, yeah. I thought uh, B plus. Yep. Ollie Wines. Yeah, still an A grade. Brown, reigning Brown. Probably a, a minus. So yeah. he was A plus last he, year. Is he hard going, to do. Is he going purely as the player on this year though? Uh, okay. might, I no. mean, Ollie Wines is an A grade. Yeah, well, you got to do it on this year. All right. Though, sure. All right. Connor Rosie, A grader. And Tom Cleary, I thought was no. a bit no. No, he'd be lucky this year to be a B grader. And there's a whole heap in uh, B grade. Had a lot of Bs. I mean, when you look at the Crows, Crows had about. 20 as C-graders. Yep. These are the C-graders. Orazio Fantasia. So he's done it on this year. In other words, he didn't play. Hasn't played, yeah. Uh, Dylan Williams. Sam Hayes, the big fella. Bryn Tickle. Yeah. One game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jed McEntee's still coming. Yep. Dumont. Uh, Frederick. Yep. Martin Frederick and Pacini. So they, uh, They're all – yeah, you don't want to give anyone a D. I mean, I, if you're on an AFL list, you're not a D-grader. C's, C's the lowest. So I'd go A, B, C and a few pluses and minuses. Well, you got to, he's got a development in 20 under. Yeah. The B-graders. Uh, how are we going here? Yeah, I may as well do it because we did it with the Crows. Charlie Dixon. Yeah. Zach B, Butters. I think I think Zach's better than B-grader, B-plus. All right. Oh, okay, you've done – yeah. You're uh, doing the Malcolm Blight system. Yeah, yeah, I know. I do half score. Yeah, anyway. Todd Marshall, same thing. Yeah. Alir Alir. He was A grade last year. He's a B plus okay. or A minus if you. Dan Houston. Yeah, B plus. Scott Lysett hardly played, didn't he? No, can't Always rate him. Darcy Byrne Jones. A B. Sam Powell Pepper. Oh, he's had a good year this year. He, oh, he'll finish top three B and F. B plus. Sam. Yeah. Ryan Burton. B plus. Uh, Xavier Dersma. Uh, B. Jeremy Finlayson. He's had a good year too. B. Trent McKenzie. B minus. Yeah. Kane Farrell. B minus or C plus. Riley Boller. Same. And William Drew. Yeah. Probably a bit. And, and all the rest, know, all the rest are developing you, or under. You uh, put that, though, alongside Adelaide. They are a full percentage point above most yes, players, they are. aren't yes, they? they are. Yes, they are. But I thought he got a few of the Crows wrong um, when he had Fisher Mackesy as a B and only a handful of B grade. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was yeah, really, sound, really poor. Didn't sound right. Um, but just on that, yeah, Port should be miles ahead. 
Or what, anyone stare out to you that you thought, well, hang on, not sure, or someone should have been high? Zach Butters is a very good player. Yeah. No. Alir Alir is a very good defender. Yes, he is. So in your eyes, is Alir a B-plus or A-minus? I, I reckon he was an A-minus. Mm. Yeah, I do. Uh, some of the youngsters, I mean, they're fine. Who, who they got as the kids there? Uh, Sim, Georgiades, Haven't Bergwijn. seen him. Bergwijn is an interesting Oh, I like player. him. Lord, Lockie Jones. Hugh Jackson, Jackson, Jackson it, Meade. It is interesting if you go purely on gradings. Yeah. As I've always said, I think the Crows will catch Port within a year. Um, Porter Wellerhead, under, oh, that, if, yeah. if you agree with that, yep. ratings. Yeah. Norton 5. Losing yeah, close so ones. Come back. Come back. Yeah, it's hard work. All right, so we've got Toddy Gray. And we're going to speak with Nick Rokar too, the young lad that almost won the McGarry Medal. Medal. Didn't yeah. quite get there, Blighty. Uh, didn't poll in the last couple of games. Lumo SA. Powering local footy and fans in South Australia switched to Lumo today. And the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, just having a look at a couple of cricket scores and uh, as Sports Day SA for weeks, homes discover different... Australia, nine for 195. Now, Aaron Finch under the pump. Oh, what do you reckon he made today? Oh, be another duck. A duck. Yeah. Second ball. Yeah. Uh, Warner made five. Steve Smith, 61. Labashane, he isn't setting the world on five. Five. Stoinis got a duck. Carey, 12. Maxwell, 25. Mitch Stark, 38, not out. And Hazelwood, 23, not out. So they put on, they must have put on 40 for the last, yeah, 40 for the last wicket. So Yeah. I, can I just say, it, it's interesting they're playing. And, I mean, I watched it the other night, but uh, maybe watch it. But, but with the footy on, you sort of, the finals are on, you sort of get. It's strange know, time, time cricket. Yeah. If it's there, I'll have a quick look. look uh, yeah. in, in reply, New Zealand, one for 10. Yeah, okay. Uh, Guptill is out and Stark picked up the wicket. But, yeah, Hazelwood in, put on nearly 50 for the last wicket if you're interested in the cricket. And sounds like not too many are. Uh, <laughs> Toddy Gray, they're interested in Todd. Oh, the Toddster. Expert ground racing tips. You can follow Todd and everybody at the Dogs <laughs> SA on Twitter, Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. Malcolm, welcome one of your young protégés. Yeah, yeah, Toddy Gray, what a star he is. Hello, Todd. Good evening on this very wet and miserable evening. We've talked about wet tracks before, but the strong dogs usually come through, mate. There's nothing wrong with your memory, Blighty. That's correct. Strong dogs thrive in the wet. Um and I can say I've stayed dry, but uh, I can't say the same for the track tonight. It is, it, it's is—it's going to be a wet one, Les. So having said that, do you pick a dog that does finish off uh, strongly? Because it, I mean, we've had a fair bit of rain the last couple of hours, haven't we? Mm, no, indeed, yes. Um, no, tonight I've got, I've got two at a bit of odds for you tonight, lads. And unfortunately, yeah. one of them, the last few hours, my confidence has dropped a little bit oh. because it's a front runner. And the other one, though, hasn't, hasn't changed. He can do He's very versatile. He can handle everything. But... um. Yeah, uh, I would be looking at your uh, your, your run on dogs tonight um, because yep, they just they love the the stamina comes into full play when it's a wet track. Okay, let's have a look at your first ones in race eight. That's it. Uh, now, I'm, I've got to be honest with you, boys. I'm a little bit useless on nights like this because we've got the Oaks and the Derby coming up, so there's a lot of interstate dogs coming over, and I've got to be 100% honest. I don't keep my finger on the pulse as much as I should. Uh, when it comes to interstate racing. Now, when it comes to SA dogs, I can probably tell you what 90% of tonight dogs had for breakfast. But uh, we have a few interstate dogs tonight. I've just stuck with what I know, and that is race eight, number one, Victor Albie. Now, I reckon this dog's been overlooked a little bit in the markets. He's around $15 at the moment. Now, we've got the three divs here. Now, in saying that, 
the last few hours, my confidence has weighed just a, <laughs> just a small fraction because he is a front runner. And I reckon he's every chance to lead. I really do think he can lead this field. And if he leads, he's going to give him a fair bit of cheek out front. Normally, I'd say he tippy-toes the last 50 metres, but depending on if the track can dry up at all by race eight, he might tippy-toe the last 75, 80, 100 metres. But will he get a big enough break to hold on to a podium finish if he leads, which I think he will? I think he can. So I think he's a very good each-way chance. Race eight, number one, Victor Albi, but he's only worth something small. I can't stress that enough. Oh, Toddy, but I still like the ones that lead, mate. If you could give me every dog race the leaders, I'd take my punt that one day they forget to stop. Yeah, you're very right. You can't find any trouble when you're out in front. You can't run up a bum when you're out in front and you can't get hit or checked or hip and shouldered or anything when you're out in front. No, pace wins races. You don't always have to be the best dog if you're out in front. No. Okay, and your your second one, that's in race nine, the very next race, and it's drawn out wide in the pink box, uh, race nine, number eight. It has, yes. One of my favourite dogs to try to say, and I could never spell it on the Scrabble board, boys. Race nine, number eight. Occipital eyes. <laughs> That's yeah. a hard one for the race caller. <laughs> oh, I, I couldn't Occipital. be a race caller for Buckley's with a dog like this. Occipital, yes. I always have to take a pause there. But anyway, I won't, I won't be pausing tonight <laughs> if he gets to the front, which he can, I reckon, here. Now, I don't reckon he's going to lead to the post, but he normally... See, this dog, his form doesn't look the best right now. But if you look back, he's been running against some of the best dogs in SA, the free-for-all dogs in the open class. When a dog... Go wins a race, it goes up in grade. When it misses a place two times in a row, it drops a grade. That's how the kind of handicapping system works in dog racing. He is a grade five bandit. When he drops to grade five, he don't stay grade five very long. This is a grade five race tonight, boys. Um, there is not a lot of early speed here. I reckon he's every chance to really be up there contending for the lead. And as long as he can overcome the box draw, which is the only thing I can find negative about him tonight, being in box eight, if he can overcome that draw, I think he can find the front by around about the catching pen. Mm. And he's not weak out front. The wet track won't bother him none. I reckon he's a oh, I reckon he's a brilliant each way chance here. We got the three dividends again. Race nine, number eight, typical eyes. Yeah, I I don't think he'll start double figures for mine, and they're betting double figures right now. Yeah, Bedrock Fred from the Flintstones. He's in box five. Not he normally goes over the longer journey, doesn't he? Yes. Now he should. Now he should thrive. These conditions have Bedrock Fred written all over it. He'll be storming home late. He's about the only dog, if we find the front here, he's about the only dog I'd be looking back to see where he is, and he should have a lot of rump stake in front of him early. There should be a lot of bums in front of him, so he's, he's smart in the field. Look, if he can run us down. He can run us down, but like Malcolm said, I think we'll be in front of him. I think we'll be in front of all of them. Therefore, we're not going to find any trouble. And tonight at Angle Park, you can stand under cover and watch him go around, mate, can't you? You will not get wet if you're smart. No, yeah. if, if you're smart, stay under cover, you'll stay dry. But uh, I can't be. I, I can't lie. Um, when I for especially when they're coming into the home turn, if one of mine's there, I kind of, I kind of pace up, pace and back and forth. I um, I might not, I might not end the night dry. That's what my. Oh, uh, you're very but, smart. Yeah, Thanks, Toddy. Uh, Toddy Gray from GRSA. Uh, race eight, number one. Big odds. Both of these dogs around the double figure odds. Plus Victor Alby. He sort of waned a bit. I thought his confidence there. <laughs> and race nine, number eight. Occipital eyes. That'd be hard to say in a race with other dogs. Say that quickly. If you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you out, you can head to iCanWin.com.au. $25,000 advertising package on offer. David, um, from the paper this morning, um, the Crows and Power Players unite over unfair treatment in the sandfield. This is a thing that they're saying. Free kicks, a, that's yeah, right. a lot of noise and a lot of stuff going on with the players and 
the stats going back to 2019 or something, and they've quoted in the paper, and they were very much against Port Adelaide and Adelaide compared to the other Sandville teams. And I, 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 all I'm doing is quoting something from here. But I, I, from a moral point of view, I mean, we both played footy in that, and umpires, I've never found one that, that no. actually did anything that I would have thought – Yes, they get them wrong occasionally. Maybe it was in the bank. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think consciously they would, but maybe subconsciously uh, um, because everyone thinks they're the poor relation, the Crows and Port in this competition. There's no way in the world an umpire would go deliberately to ignore. But I do know they also got very few Brownlow votes over the years too. They seem to get less votes on the day than... than McGarry Medal votes. Sorry, McGarry Medal votes too. So that's interesting. We play a grab from Simon Goodwin too. you asked if you said Petrarca's in, no doubt he's. Simon Goodwin was 100% sure Petrarca will play. He's 100% playing. Um, you know, he trained really well uh, the other day in our main training session. He'll train again today, but we're really confident in terms of how he is. Um, you know, he's moving incredibly well, and we've been really surprised with his progression throughout the week. And um, he's the type of competitor that you want. You know, he, he wants to play in big games and big finals. and. Um, you know, this is a great opportunity for him to put himself on show with a little bit of adversity early in the week. So, um, you know, he's, he's ready to go. And Goody also spoke about their, their forward line. Let's say, listen to Simon. Yeah, look, we've got some, some guys certainly pressing in the forward half of the ground. Tommy McDonald's getting better every week. Um, so he's giving us a bit of a selection headache about whether he's ready to come in or not. Um, and we certainly won't be releasing that today. Um, so Tom's certainly someone that's progressing really well, as is Jacob Van Ruen. Both guys are, are really pressing their claims for selection and, and putting some heat on our front half of the ground. So um, that's something we continue to debate and look at in our, in our forward half of the ground, but um, we're certainly not going to announce that till later tonight. Ah, well, about that, hey. Now, just going back to what you said about the McGarry Medal, Adelaide, uh, just this year, I know it's not only one year, it's 68 votes they got compared to North Adelaide, who sat top 75, Norwood 72. And Sturt seventy, so the top. And four they've had five, a good finish. They've yeah. had a good finish this So Port Adelaide were down the bottom with Westies, as we know, and that's where they finished. Hey, so that how, wasn't too bad. How many votes did Matt Crouch get? So they thought he was best in just about every game we played in the reserves. Yes. Did he get any? Yes, he did. He got thirteen. He was a okay. leading poll for Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide. Yeah. Wow. And Aaron Young, and you said Aaron Young had played hundred games as well. So yeah, he certainly come back and played some good footy for North Adelaide. Absolutely, didn't do. Oh, we're going to have a look at our tips a little bit later too. So, But uh, before that, young Nord star Nick Rokar will join us. Uh, this is Sports Day SA. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, plenty more to come. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight and David Wildey for weeks. Weeks homes discover different... And Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. They've been that for 21 years in a row, and they thank Australia. Well, one of Norwood's young guns, um, he's had a very, very good year, Blighty, very good year, finished second in the McGarry medal, and no doubt keen to atone for they got smashed a couple of weeks ago by the Crows and fought back against the Tigers. And Nick Rokar joins us. Nick, thanks for your time. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? We're going well. Um, Now, a couple of weeks ago, it was a... Very unlike Nord performance. Um, not the fact that you lost, but by how much you lost. So, so nice to kick back last week and beat another good side in the bays. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was a very disappointing um, first league of finals for us. We sort of didn't get our game in in order like we would have liked. 
Um, and yeah, obviously coming up against Glenelg, who are a really good outfit, to bounce back and, and knock them off was yeah quite pleasing. Nick, this is the first time we've spoken to you on Sports Day SA. I, I just want to go back a bit. I, I, your journey's been interesting to me, and you've been to some spots I've been to myself. Now, started off in the Golden Valley, Shepparton. That's right, mate. Yeah, played for the Shepparton Bears. Yeah, and then ha- how did you end up in... Uh, I mean, I know you played for the Geelong VFL team, but also Bell Park. You, you're part of that famous football club at Bell Park. Yeah, so obviously I played... Um, uh, my later juniors and um, first six or so years at, at Shepparton um, and just, um, yeah, played senior footy there and sort of wanted to get my apprenticeship sorted before I sort of started getting out and, and experienced other areas. But um, basically, we finished my apprenticeship, had a pretty good year and um, drew a bit of attention from VFL clubs and that's sort of how I ended up at Geelong um, in their VFL program. And basically, when you're in the VFL there, because there's no reserves, you need an alignment club. Um, and they recommend using the Geelong League because it's closer and they can come watch. And I sort of ended up at Bell Park that way. So I played a few games with them. Yeah, I actually, um, I actually coached a guy and uh, obviously coached with him too, Ken Hinckley, who coached Bell Park to a yep. premiership in 03. So I've, I've actually followed the club at the Dragons, the Green and Whites. That's it, mate. It's an interesting outfit, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, there's not too many like that. Now, you've got a teammate who you played with as a youngster, Harry Boyd, your ruckman at Norwood now. He's it was a former teammate in another club. Uh, yeah, so he grew up playing for Chef as well in the junior ranks and then um, played a couple of years uh, up until, yeah, I think he was a couple of years younger than me. But, yeah, we ended up playing in a premiership there in 2018 and he's played a little bit of VFL since and whatnot but yeah we've ended up at, at Norwood again. Okay now just okay that's a terrific little background so who makes the phone call from the Norwood Football Club for Nick Rokar to end up being a best and fairest winner last year and runner up in the McGarry Medal this year? Ah uh, so like who who got me there? Yeah. Asking? Yeah uh, so um, yeah obviously I'd uh, been it in the VFL, like the alignment was quite tricky being, um, yeah, aligned with the AFL clubs, sort of not always put in the position to, to perform and you're always relying on the AFL um, players and boys playing, whether they're playing or not. So I just saw the sample as an opportunity and I had a few people tell me to to uh, go, go and give it a go. And um, I had a manager at the time and he sort of put the feelers out and I, Mark Rice got in touch with me who was the recruiting manager at Nord at the time. So I had a lot of conversations with him and Jared Cotton at the time, who was a senior coach, and, yeah, basically went from there. You've lost um, a lot of players, too, from last year. I think we spoke with Jade Rawlings, Nick, at the start of the year. I think Nord had about 16 changes, and you would have seen some of them just in your short time. So it's a credit to, to Jade and the club for, for getting back up in the finals, um, you know, getting a double chance in that. Well done to... Jade and also the rest of the players. Yeah, yeah, obviously it's, it's, we've lost a lot of experience and talent over the last probably, yeah, two years in particular. Um, we've sort of got a game style that we believe in. Like, it's it, it's not talent-based. Like, it's a really team-based game style. And, um, and obviously, we do have talent in our style. But, um, 
we just sort of have that inner belief that, you know, yeah, we've lost some good players, but if we stick that and, and really um, continue the game style, we'll, we'll go a long way. Yeah, it just comes with a lot of inner belief and just backing our structures. What did you do mainly wrong against the Crows? Because, as I said, nine goals is a, is a hiding, really. And we know you had a couple of um, of your senior players coming back after a fair breakout, so that's expected to, you know, be a bit rusty. But um, where do you need to improve when you meet them again? Um, yeah, obviously we got a bit of a touch-up in the midfield. Um, and I think it just... It comes... It starts like now, really, like... I don't know if we prepped quite as well as we could have and, and we've learnt from that. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it's a mindset. We've just, yeah, got to probably go up a little bit and be a bit tougher in the midfield and, and just make it more of a contested Norwood-type game. And we just didn't bring any of that last time we played them. So, I mean, they were fantastic as well. Nothing, not going to take anything from Adelaide. They were brilliant, but... I think we sort of allowed them to play that way a little bit, just being a little bit lacklustre in our own style, but um, full credit to them. Yeah, not singling people out, but I thought Kieran Strawn from the Adelaide Crows, the big, tall ruckman, Harry Boyd's had a terrific year, your teammate. But I just thought he got him, and it just made it a bit harder for you midfielders and the guys in the midfield. But Boyd bounced back really well last week, didn't he? He played a sensational game, and, and that shows a bit of character in the guy. So he's going to be in for a really big role. Yeah, like, Strawn's a handful, and we're very aware of that. And Harry's had a great year as well. And, yeah, on the day, probably, Strawn probably had the chocolates, but um, Harry, Harry's a big boy, and we knew he'd, we knew he'd respond like he did on the weekend. And um, I've got no doubt he'll he'll respond again with Strawn and make it a bit different of a matchup for him. And, yeah, I've got a lot of faith in the big fella that he's going to compete really well this week. Nick, I, I just got to go back to the McGarry Medal night. I, I watch, obviously watching and uh, having been in that chair a few times and you're right in the hunt. I, I noticed today you, you, you thought it was, it was a bit scary just sitting there, just want, wanting what's going to happen, what's going to happen. It was a, it's a bit of trauma certainly on the night for you, you, you mentioned. Oh, yeah, like it's just it's a little bit different. Like last year sort of obviously I went to the event and um, didn't really expect to to win it or anything like that and just go there and unfortunately we weren't playing so I could have a few beers and relax and just enjoy the night a lot whereas this year there's probably probably a little bit more expectation at times and um, you know being being up there it's sort of the anxiety of oh shit I'm going to have to go up there and, and possibly speak and just going through all those emotions sorry about swearing too by the way <laughs> And there were some good players up there too. The cream rose to the top. Oh, can so. I, Nick? I'm not, this is this is between David and myself. I'm talking to him here. Now. One of the things that really annoyed me about the night was I did an interview, and it's 50 years since I won the McGarry Medal. 50. 50. Wow. Nick, you you probably you, you no forget about it. Forget, <laughs> forget I even said that, mate. Will you win one next year? Will you? Win one next year, and you can be much more happier. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Hey, can I ask you about we, we we've watched Nord. And I thought a lad that played a great game against the Crows, even they got smashed, was um, Jack Hurd. And uh, being a former defender myself, I like to look at the the, the defence. He reads the ball well. He attacks. He's quite a big, strong um, body. Do you reckon he's a chance as a mature, aged uh, player to get picked up for the AFL, Nick? Um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely got attributes that, that sort of scream AFL. But, yeah, I, I haven't really thought about it too much. But... Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's got attributes that would um, go well at the level. Um, Jack's 
Jack's improved immensely over the last couple of years, and he's playing with a lot of confidence at the moment. And, I mean, to play like he did against the, an AFL line club, like he's playing against, you know, a lot of AFL-listed players, yep. he's played really well. So, I mean, that says enough, I think. But, um, yeah, it's not something that would distract him, I wouldn't think. He's, he's there to perform, and he's doing a really good job at it. But, yeah, I mean... I'm big on celebrating other people's successes and whatnot. And, you know, if he did happen to get picked up, it'd be it'd be a great story, I reckon. Nick, how have you found the move to Adelaide? Um, obviously, Geelong's... I always found Geelong and Adelaide are very, very similar type people. You know, the big brothers up the road or across the state. And obviously, Shepparton's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful spot in the middle of Victoria. But <laughs> how, have you, how have you found uh, Adelaide compared to what you discovered in, in Geelong? Yeah, I think it's just a bigger version of Geelong, really. Um, like, like you were sort of touching on, it's oh, it's a, it's a lot bigger, but yeah, it's sort of it's like a country, a big country town in a way. Sort of everyone knows everyone. Um, but yeah, for the size Adelaide is, like, it's quite easy to get around and and with work and obviously footy and all the things I do, like, it's it's not too stressful getting from point A to point B. So. Um, uh, it's a pretty livable city over here, so I'm really enjoying it. Jimmy Cheetahs uh, won a medal, went to the Gold Coast, I think yeah. played one or two yeah, games. Just won game, yeah. Have you had any interest, Nick, from uh, any clubs? I mean, you're, you're cherry ripe now. I think when you play a few games uh, against the men and you do well, um, any interest for you? Uh, no, I don't think so, mate. Um, I haven't heard anything from the manager for, for a couple of months now, so yeah, I, I doubt it, but I mean, yeah, you never know. James is a great story, wasn't it? Yeah, well, and Alex Keith got picked up bloody at 26, 27 yeah. oh, too, yeah, so yeah. you're never out of it, that's no. for sure. No, I, now listen, yeah. I, was, I was reading, how come you started as a small defender when you came here? What what, what brought that on? Did you, well, lose, um, <laughs> did you lose the toss or lose something? Lose a bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we were pretty stuck side at the time in that part of the game, but I had played a lot of half-back, um, half-back midfield when I was younger, and um, so I basically came as a midfielder, but uh, we obviously have, you had myself, your nuns, your Douglases, your Griggs, um, who else, Abbott went through there. There was multiple, Ryan Bastanak, there was multiple players that went through there. And unfortunately for me, I was the only one that had played a little bit down back at the time. So I sort of got shafted down there at the time. But um, I think it was really good for me to sort of see the game from, from a defensive end and, um, just work from there but that's sort of why I went down there and then towards the end of the year got moved into the midfield and sort of went from there Did you learn anything from watching North beat the Crows last week? Um, they played a pretty solid game I thought all, all round uh, even early when they were down they probably had a bit more of the ball than the Crows. Did you learn much from the way they went about it? Yeah well, we've definitely taken things out of that and I think Adelaide will be aware of that um, so yeah North's a great, they're a great team, great outfit. They've been, you know, they finished on top for a reason. So, um, but yeah, we, we definitely took a little bit out of what they did. And um, like I said, Adelaide will know that and they'll be ready to, to uh, change things up as well. So, um, but yeah, we'll, I think we'll definitely be a bit better prepared this time. Well, good luck uh, this weekend. And well done once again, your own personal year, Nick, a fantastic uh, to finish so high in the medal. And no doubt, uh, maybe even a second best and fairest beckons for you. Uh, good luck, and uh, let's hope it's a great game. No, thanks so much, guys. Nor does Nick Roker, uh, blotting you for all the places he'd been early on uh, 
Um, where was that? What was that? Um, Bell Park? Bell Park. Bell yeah. Park. Yeah, Where's that? Is that part of Geelong? Yeah, suburb of Geelong. Yeah. And they've got a, a team under yeah, the Yeah, they win premierships too. They're a really they? good team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. And tyre power, footy final sale on right now. Get into your local independently owned tyre power today. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight and David Woody, nice to speak to Nick Roker. And uh, he's had a very, very good year. Um, the Betfair lay-bin. Now, you might ask what that is. At Betfair, you can be the bookie or you can be the punter. So if you think something can't win, you can lay it. Mm. That's a lay-bin. A gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. The Betfair have got a Brownlow predictor. They picked the last three winners. You can get informed and find better odds at Betfair. I've got an account. I must... Uh, Tell you my allegiance there. Um, now, if you had to lay someone for the Brownlow, because you reckon Lockie Neal's a lock, don't you? I Excuse still like Lockie a lot. Lockie a lot. Stinger. Is that okay? Oh, we got a stinger. Okay, let's play it. Is that it? Wow. That's that's radio talk for Here Comes Something. So I think Clayton Oliver win, will win the medal from Lockie Neal. So I'd lay someone like Cripps, who's the third fave. He's probably around $6 or one. Um, so you can, you can be the bookmaker, so I don't reckon Cripps can win it. Yeah. No, I, I, look, I like that. I do like it. But I'm going to go another Melbourne player. I don't think Petrarca can win it. Well, that'd be a good lay because he's not huge odds. So that's the sort of thing we can do. And you can do it even the horses. If, yeah. you, oh, yeah. if you don't like some, you reckon it's a dog of a horse, you, you lay it. Okay. AFL and Sandville Tips, Host Plus and Industry Super Fun for Aussies. It's run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Let's start with the AFL, Malcolm. Let's uh, see if we can pick a winner. Okay. On a Friday night, Ooh. Melbourne playing Brisbane. Now, Brisbane, I can tell you now, Cam Rayner, Darcy Fort the Ruckman and Noah Answorth have been named. A couple of good ins. Out. Jackson Pryor. Listen to this. Mix Robinson. Oscar Manon McInerney because of his concussion and Reese Matheson. So the Medi sub was Joel Smith. So three, Cam Rayner, Darcy Fort and Noah Answorth. They're probably in front with those ins, David. Oh, I think so. They're definitely better off. Uh, McInerney's a loss, but Fort yeah. can uh, – but I think Cam Rayner's a bit of an X factor. I'll yep. step him back. Look, I'm, I'm going Melbourne. They've had two good wins over Brisbane in recent times. They've actually bullied them. And Brisbane's run at the MCG is awful. Well, they lost fourteen on the trot. Yeah, no, yeah Melbourne for me. Yeah, I, look, I, I'm 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 pretty confident Melbourne. That they've actually smashed them a couple of times this year, haven't they? Yeah. So they've just got the wood over them. Brisbane will learn, but I just think Melbourne now. This is it, D Day for both teams. Yeah, I, I think Melbourne. Melbourne to take on Geelong the week after, and the other game. Now the other game is Collingwood playing Fremantle. And what we have there is Trent Bianco's in for the Collingwood team. Taylor Adams out. Yeah, Taylor Adams injured, of course. And virtually, well, Bailey Banfield's out for the Dockers. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw playing his 100th game. Angus. Oh, I always say Angus. That's a fantastic Angus. first 100, isn't it? Yeah. And no net five. No net five. Who's your tip there? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going Collingwood. I, and, and once again, it's just home ground advantage. And I know that uh, sometimes that does work and doesn't work, but... I think the team, Collingwood, and then they would play Sydney yeah. in the preliminary final the following week. It'd be a great win if the Dockers could get up, wouldn't it? And we have said for a while, Collingwood had a close loss last week. If they have another one, they've used all their nine lives during the, the minor round. But I think it'll be a very close game. I think um, Fremantle 
coming off the big win over the Bulldogs, they'll have a bit of confidence up. And, and Collingwood don't blow a lot of teams away. No, they, they don't. They allow you to stay Yeah, in they the, do. Um, hey, just back to the other game, I forgot to ask you, I was going to ask you this. So if Melbourne get through, we both pick Melbourne, they're going to play Geelong. I, I picked Geelong. Would you? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. just I just think this is a, this is Geelong's last chance, last hurrah, and, and uh, they should get through to grand final. What at the Sample? Well... Norwood playing the Adelaide Football Club on Sunday, 2.45 Adelaide Oval. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, actually. Um, look, it's a hard one, one, isn't it? Yeah, it is a hard one. Norwood have beat them twice by small amounts during the year, and, of course, Adelaide won that uh, final uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I, I'm actually going to go Adelaide, I think. It won't be nine goals this time. No. Though. I think Adelaide just. Oh, some of the They've got a lot of kids, too, and... Um, Nord, the Nord boys had missed a few weeks. So they've had a couple of weeks. Um, Panos uh, is one of those players. And, and none, I think, the other one that yeah. had injury. So they're back and with a couple of games under their belt. I think it'll be close, but um, I think it might be the Crows that meet North Adelaide the following week. All right. We, we, we're both going to be very good at tipsters this weekend or we're both going to be very ordinary. Mate, have a great weekend. Thanks for your golf tip. Oh, I absolutely. Had the, you know when you're going to have highs and lows? Yeah. I had them all in one day today. <laughs> Eight shots left in a bunker, but played some brilliant golf in between. Malcolm, have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.